a challenging question today looking at the topic of dancing. We're going to come at it from two different perspectives and with questions that come from two different listeners. The first one comes from Lara. Uh, she says, why is dancing wrong? I grew up Pentecostal, but I have searched the Bible and I have never seen where it says dancing is wrong. I'm currently dating a Seventh-day Adventist, and I'm understanding and really coming to believe in the distinctive ways of Adventists. There is just this dancing issue, in which it is difficult for me to understand. You see, I feel that God gave me the gift of dance. I can't sing or play music very well, but I have since birth had a clear desire and gift for dancing. I have done every form of dance, from ballet to ballroom. I know that some dancing is evil, in the fact that it encourages lust. But what about the so many other forms of dance that are just innocent and beautiful? Victor, do you have, ha do you have an answer for that? Well, I, I can understand, Laura, what you're saying, um, because, you know, I've, I've got children, as you have, Ray, and, you know, you get a little girl there, and it's just a natural thing for her to dance. You know, when a child is happy, what does it do? It dances. And... Um, so I think there's something right in what you're saying there, Lara, that, that an innocence dance is, is a lovely thing and is a natural thing. And so I think, in a sense, you've answered your question already in the last few lines of your, of your question. There are those forms of dancing that are innocent and beautiful. And, um, you know, one of the things I, I enjoy, my wife loves it more than I do, is watching river dance, which is, is Irish dancing. And there's nothing sensuous about it, but there's a tremendous amount of skill in the way that they, they tap their feet and the way they, the legs move forwards and backwards. It's, it's incredible. Um, if I had an ounce of rhythm in my body, I would love to be able to do something like that. Um, there's another kind of dancing which encourages lust. And um, I think you know, and, and anybody would know, there are many things in this world. There's, there's music in this world. There's lyrics. There's poetry. There's, there's movies. There are, are many things that really take your mind away from that which is good and beautiful and push it towards things that um, are not so healthy. And I think a kind of dancing which is exaggerating body movements is causing you to, to touch or be associated with parts of your partner's body that maybe isn't appropriate. I think that is the, the kind of dancing that, as Christians, we, we should be very, very concerned about. We should be looking for that which is uplifting rather than that which is, is degrading. Well, Ali Mahu from Ethiopia has a similar question, perhaps coming from a slightly different angle. And he has mentioned two Bible texts, in fact, both from the book of Psalms. I'm going to read one of them, which is Psalm 149, verse 3. It says, praise his name with dancing, play drums and harps in praise of him. He also mentions Psalm 150 and verse 4, which probably in summary says the same thing. But his question is, what does it mean dancing? What, do, what is the meaning of dancing in this context here in Psalms? In those two particular chapters and the ones around them, they're, they're chapters of praise. They're chapters where, you know, they're really extolling how great God is. And let's just praise him in every possible way we can. Psalm 150, you look through there, it's mentioning all sorts of different instruments that we praise God with as well. Uh, and sometimes um, modern Christianity gets into trouble trying to interpret those verses. The, the conservative Christians who don't like the drums and the cymbals read Psalm 150 and they're there and try and turn it round into something else. Um, and it's sometimes hard to get that balance. But what we should remember is that the... The aim and message of those two psalms, and indeed the whole book of psalms in a sense, is that God wants us to be free and frank 
in expressing the joy of salvation in him. And so we're invited to shout for joy, to make a holy noise on the loud and high sounding cymbals. And the singing and the music making, all of that encourages the participants to loosen hands and feet in a sacred dance. And the body and the soul unite in a controlled but enthusiastic performance of that sacred dance. This is something that's very different from the sensual and sexually orientated dancing that takes place in a secular environment. But I, I kind of, again, want to put it in a cultural context because for me personally, I can understand somebody else that would want to do that. But when I'm in an environment where they're singing Christian songs enthusiastically. I enjoy the music, but I don't find my hands rising up into the air and my body wanting to sway simply because of the culture and background that, that I've been brought up with, whereas others find that an appropriate form of worship. So, so here again, you know, there's something about Paul's principle of don't put stumbling blocks in front of other people, but there's also the principle of the free expression of our praise to God, our creator and our maker.